There's a quote attributed to Dorothy Parker. I hate to write, but I love having written. Adam Henze is a doctoral candidate in the School of Education at Indiana University and works as a researcher at the Indiana Institute on Disability and Community. He is one of the founders of Slam Camp, a summer writing academy for teenage poets, and hosts The Power of a Sentence, a poetry writing course at the Indiana Women's Prison. Adam's work has appeared on NPR, PBS, and the Associated Press. He has one book of poetry, written in the dish pit, published by Chatterhouse Press. Adam serves as the vice president of Southern Fried Poetry, Inc., and is the official poet of the Indianapolis 500. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. Adam, what poems have you brought for us? Conveyance. 4.26 p.m. A sign on the door of the intake building reads, No cell phones allowed on prison grounds. So I knew I needed to stash my Android someplace. Like I could wrap it in plastic and chuck it across the road or turn it in in a library lost and found to come claim when our writing workshop ended at 8. I used to keep it in the car of a friend who always interrupts class to pass out candy root beer barrels, but she was suspended when a birthday card she snuck in was found lined with Suboxone strips. Her throat may hum a prison song with sharper notes. I told her I'm not that good at praying, but I can learn. 8.19 p.m. You can't complain about your day while leaving a prison, I say to the group turning in their badges who seem bothered by the idea of walking in the rain. You know a thing about you, a guy named Lucky Ass who spoke at the recidivism class? You don't have prison face. I play I don't know the meaning while searching the cracked granite around his eyes. Walking to the road with necktie slapping my shadow, I contemplate time and what it took to make it here. I'd caught a 90-minute ride when my boss learned I was stranded, said she was headed to the city as well, left my cell on the charger at my brother's apartment before ordering a $30 surge lift to the unit. At a coffee shop a mile away from the grounds, I approach a parked car I think is the cab I ordered. It's a cop. And I turn my pockets inside out again. 9.22 p.m. Two borrowed calls to dispatch and a 45-minute wait later and a lime green taxi with no numbers pulls up. You pay me up front, the doctor says to the rear view. I hold up my card and he drives me to a cash machine. Take 38 to Fall Creek, I say. Live it at the guy with no visible ID and audacity to ask me for $60. Did not think you knew the city, he shrugs, and finally agrees to switch the meter on. Ahead, a truck slams into a dog in slow sprint. A howl like an echo lobbed against brick and linked chain. The cradle of cars disperses, surges gas, and leaves him wobbling on the road like a fumbled coin flip. The dog may die, the driver says, like it is news to me, like I wouldn't hear his baying the rest of the night. 11.31 p.m. Kitchens are closed and I missed the shuttle home. I cuss at my smartphone screen and toss it aside. My brother offers to make the midnight drive and I stuff folders, pens, and printed poems into my bag. Do you want to drive by the dog? My brother asks. Time, I say. And he nods as if what I said was clear. 
I wrote this poem after teaching the book Frankenstein in a maxim security prison. Um, and it's very old fashioned. So I wanted to write in an old fashioned way like a rondo. Uh, but I messed it up. Uh, so this is called a pseudo rondo for a prison classroom. Mitten's grip, a printed poem quaking with fall's first shiver. We plunder its body like yeggs cracking at a casket sliver. I mention Shelley and boot clomp past the colossal fact. Some bards in class have stuffed parts in a garbage sack. With practiced hands, do we now grasp quill or quiver? Writing time, I'm electrified with a prompt to deliver. But think a city you've seen, retrieve its streets and rivers. Some recall family farms with apple orchards out back. But Justine can't remember the names of places she's been. Chained to rock, waiting for some thunder god to forgive her. As class ends, she considers the multiple meanings of trigger. And an after-hours bar, a flourishing gurgle in my tract. I can't stop pondering while old crow chews my liver. That Justine can't remember the names of places she's been. In the end of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Frankenstein chases the creature across the Arctic wilderness, and the creature taunts him, and I imagined he taunted him by writing haiku. This is taken from the 1818 version. Come, my enemy, follow the frost north, and we'll wrestle for our lives. If you follow soon, I've left a dead hair strung up. May it give you strength. Everlasting ice. The hours ahead are cold. Sled dogs slumped in snow. Wrap yourself in furs. Prepare to toil with no food. After snow comes sand. Meet me at sea. I wait with fingers clasped. Locket left behind. You've been listening to the poetry of Adam Henze on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. <laughs>